Live from Queensland, Australia, it's the podcast that some people all around the world are talking about. Those wonderful people are our lovely listeners, and now you're one of them too. To you, all of our lovely listeners, we say a hearty yeehaw. Can we get a yeehaw from everyone? Yeehaw! Let's get on with the show then. And it's go, 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 lovely listeners. Welcome to uh, an automotive-themed episode of Speak Away, Brav. Yeah. Best episode yet. As you can tell from both of us, we're both recovering from being a little unwell. I've still got a bit of the, you know, my, my voice hasn't quite recovered. Whereas Cooper, we've discovered this morning... As we start recording, uh, every t- every few words he says has to come with a lot of coughing and spluttering. So I'm going to have to try and cut that out as best as I can in the edit. Sorry. Especially given that Cooper is bearing the main brunt of the talking this episode. Yeah, it's that, really not it's ideal. It's really good timing, isn't it? It really is. So who knows? Maybe this will be a very short episode of Cooper getting to talk about all of his cars and things. Maybe this has a I can't even speak. Maybe this episode will be postponed if we can't do it. No, this episode's going out, man. Uh-oh. You've just got to make it work. Okay. We've we've got our plan. It's it's what's done is done. So anyway, um I don't really have have much to say as a top of the show to you. Top of the show to you. Other than to say, you know, uh, the writers and actors guilds are still striking. There's still no headway in that regard. But, you know, things are still coming out. Things are still happening. Uh, I'm watching more movies in the next week than I think I've watched in the last month. Um, Yeah, we've got a lot of film reviews coming up for you guys. Yeah, as in going to the movies, I think. Just in the next few days, Cooper and I will be going to the movies at least four times. Well, we're going to see four films, probably two at once. Yeah, and that's just that's just Cooper and I. I've also got another two or three movies that I want to see separate from Cooper. Wow. How okay, one of them's a horror film, which you're not going to watch. That's fine. You're not going to watch it. True. The other's a historical dot drama that you're not going to watch. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's that's all I've really got for top of the show. Now, Cooper, you want to talk about two things this morning in top of the show, as, as I'm aware. Yes. So why don't we get into it, Cooper? Take it away. Yes. Let's start with some new cars that have launched since we last talked about cars. I think the last time we talked about cars was when the Revuelto launched. Yes, I believe it was. I don't remember what episode that was. Um, episode 13 or 14 maybe. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Very late in the first series. I'm just looking now on our on our feed. Yes. So, we are going to get oh, started. It might even be earlier. Was it when we did our Dream Cars episode? No, because it wasn't out yet because I hadn't included it. Oh, okay. Then I have no idea when we talked about it. 
Must have been just in one of our other oh, episodes. It was episode 13, because we also talked about Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, was it in that episode? Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. Anyway, anyway, we've gotten sidetracked. If you want to go listen to the Revuelto launch, then go listen to it. That's just it. D- there you go. Go go through episode one in the last series all the way to when you find it. Yeah, just listen to all the episodes. That's the best way to find it. Exactly. See? And then you help us out. So, you know, we might get started now. Are you ready? Yeah, take us through your list. Does that require your phone that I just briefly stole off you? This requires the company phone, yes. We don't have a company phone. I'm counting this as a company phone. What, for tax purposes? Yes. Okay, so we are going to start with the... Give me a second... While while you do, I'll just say that I was using Cooper's phone um, because our guest from last episode just texted Cooper from from outside the studio. Um, She's back on the outside, but thank you very much to our our mum for coming in two weeks ago for the last episode of this show. Um, We got we got a lot of great feedback about her being on here, and uh, I think she had a lot of fun. She then did subsequently clean our area. And in typical, you know, young male goings on, we have already made a mess of it. Oh, yeah. It is worse than it was before. It's not worse than it was before. It's worse than it was before. It's so not. I mean, there's a lot more cables, but there are also just generally more cables around at the moment than there were. Yes, okay. So we are going to start with the 2024 Porsche KM. Okay, talk to us about the 2024 Porsche Cayenne. So there's a photo if you would like to look at it, Bailey. That's the brand new Porsche Cayenne. It looks like the way that Porsche Cayennes have looked for the last Since 15 years. The early 2000s. Yes, exactly. So I just got up one morning, didn't even know this was coming, and a video popped in my inbox. And I thought, oh, is there a new model of Cayenne? No, it's a brand new KN, brand new generation of KN. So, so when you say brand new, what do you mean? So, there's nothing really done to the outside, mm. but when we go to the interior, you remember what the old KN interior looked like, didn't you? I do. So this is quite a decent step up. Oh, no, that's not the full interior. Sorry, interior problems. There you God, go. God, not even prepared for your episode. Oh. So it's... So it's it's got a lot of dual tones. It's got a lot of red and a lot of black. Is red the only colour you can get? No, you can get it in any colour. I was just showing you... You see all the... So that... So you've got the digital driving display, uh, then you've got the main screen, and then that's a passenger display. For what? For the passenger. Like, as in they can watch movies on that? I don't think so, but I think they can operate music. There you go. You can see it on. That's I'm pretty what sure that's just Netflix. Yeah, I think you may be able to watch movies on there. Anyway, there is a new mm. Porsche KN out. 
Yeah. It's basically just got a new interior, nothing too special. Right. I actually found out an interesting fact while watching this episode, something that even I didn't know. Watching what episode? The episode that I watched on that. Right. The video I just watched on a KN that Porsche ha- have a certain tradition of putting the keys next to the door, mm. whether it's a left-hand drive or a right-hand drive company. Right. And that's to do with their her- heritage. Mm. And this is the first car where they've put not put a key or a button right there. It's in the middle. I have no idea what you mean. So usually, imagine you're in a left-hand drive car. Mm. The key is just right here next to the door, in between the steering wheel and the door. As in like the the key stalk where you would put a physical key. Yes, where you'd start the car with a key. Do they still start the car with keys? Well, for the last generation of KN, which I think came out only a few years ago, the most recent generation of Porsche, you had the regular key. But then it wasn't a button. It was like a key that you couldn't take out of the dashboard, just a plastic thing, which you'd just turn. So you'd press the button to unlock, get in, put the key in the cup holder, but then you'd turn the key that can't come out the ignition. And so that, that has always, there's always been some kind of ignition key on that door side of the steering stalk. The only other time was in the Taycan, it was a button because that's electric. Right. But it was still there. In this car, they've changed that. It's no longer over there. Uh Uh-huh. Which is a bit nerdy, but even I didn't even know that. I mean, it's just hyper-specific. Yeah. Even I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, so the Porsche Porsche Cayenne is is one of ten anticipated cars and yes i did say one of 10 cooper just told me before we started the show that he narrowed his list down to 10 around 10 oh let's stop it google let's get moving then because that's taken you like five minutes just on that one car yes you've got to be prepared for this yeah, you're the one who's not prepared for this. I, I didn't have to prepare I for am this. Prepared. This isn't my episode. And okay. even though I'm not prepared, I'm doing quite well, I feel, with, you know, <coughs> engaging in the conversation. Yeah, okay. So here we've got the Porsche, once again, Porsche 718 Spider RS. A lot of Porsches. That's the last Porsche. Okay. So it's literally just a 718 convertible r- rally sport. Is that so, what RS means in this context? So RS is Porsche's racing division. Right. So like with the GT3 RS. Yeah, yeah. And what everyone wanted was to put the engine from the 911 GT3 RS, the four liter race engine, into a Cayman. That's what everyone wanted. And they gave it to them with the GT4 RS. Yep. And now they've made a convertible version without a wing. Right. Okay. So it's a bit pointless, but it's cool. Sure. You know, there's not really a point for it because it's a track car convertible. 
mm. without a wing. So that that's just that's just asking to ruin your hairdo. True. And your makeup. Why are you wearing makeup? I'm not saying I am. I'm saying if you're in that car and you are wearing makeup, problems. Yes, exactly. So now let's move on from Porsche because you'll actually be fascinated. They've got an electric SUV coming out next year. Oh. Porsche. The McCann's going all electric. Oh, okay. And so is the Cayman and Boxster. Right. So all of them are. Those two, the KN and the 911 for now will stay petrol. Right. But um, this is something close to your heart. Uh-huh. A McLaren. Fantastic. I do love my McLarens. McLaren 750S. There you go. Now, McLaren got up to the 720S was the last of the of the numbered McLarens, wasn't it? So we've had over the days, we've had 12C650. Over the days? Yes, because McLaren's only been properly making cars for 10 years, so. McLaren F1 came out like 25 years ago. Yes, but the first proper McLaren production, like full-blown, full new McLaren pre-production came out in 2011. The F1's sort of under a sub-brand. Not a sub-brand, like they kind of just made race cars. Yeah, McLaren make no sense. But what that is, so we had the 7... It's not the best-looking car I've ever seen. It's not. So we got the seven. It's got no grill. What do you mean? That's every McLaren. No McLarens have grills. No, but if I if I look at the at a previous McLaren, let me pull that up on the computer while I I swear that the seven twenty S has some sort of scoop. Well, what the seven twenty S has. It's okay, I've pulled it up already. So if you look in the door. it's got like, see, it's not a grill, but it's got like a scoop. See, the main way for the engine to get air in the 750 and the 720 is you see how there's a big gap in the door? Yeah. You won't see it on that photo. That's actually an air channel. No, I see the gap in the door. It's right there. No, you can't see it from here. You've got to see it there in that photo. See how there's like vents in the door? Yeah, I can see it in that photo. No, right that's there. not it. What are you talking about? If you go to an overhead, see how in between the main door and the glass. Oh, there. Yeah, that's an. Sorry, that's a we're arguing about the logistics of where the holes and the doors are on bloody McLarens. That's a channel to get air into the engine. Um. Long story short. I don't really like the look of this McLaren. Well, what it is, it's a basically kind of somewhere in the middle mm. of a 720 and a 765 LT. That's really right. it. It's kind of just a facelifted 720S. Right, okay. So... Not a very good facelift. <laughs> well, we'll see if you like this one because this is another brand... Close to your heart. Here we go. Let me just get an image going. Okay. So, what we've got here, ladies and gentlemen, 
is an Aston Martin DB12. There you go. Literally looks the same as every Aston Martin for the last 10 years. Yeah, so that's not the main upgrade. The upgrade, like the KN, is in the interior. Right. I told you about this, didn't I? Is about to look... Am I about to look at something incredibly garish and British? I mean, figure that out for yourself. Oh, I like that. See, um, it's like quilted leather. That's every Aston Martin, though. I know, but it's like quilted, tan, and black. I thought you were going to focus on the big screens because that's a very big upgrade for Aston Martin. Yeah, that's true. I only just thought about that. What? Is that tiny little dial the gear selector? Show me. That one there in the middle. No. So the gear selector, I don't know what you were pointing that is. Were you pointing at that dial? The oh, round dial? I was dial? pointing at the little thing below it. Below it? Yeah, that's the gear sh- That's the gear shifter. I'm a damn genius. The thing above it, the dial, that's is a press in to start. Oh. And also, yeah. did you notice that those are the seat controls? Yeah, yeah, saw that. So the Aston Martin DB12 is a big step up for Aston Martin because it's the first time they've actually got proper technology in their car. Uh Uh-huh. They've never had that before. They bought Mercedes tech, but it was all the old tech. Oh, yes, you did tell me about this. This is the first car where Aston have actually done their own technology. Yeah, so... Finally, a step in the right direction for Aston Martin, I think. Mm. So that's the DB12. We've had a few new car reviews come out, such as the Lotus Electra reviews. Yes, right. I actually heard very good things about that Lotus Electra. There you go. Some people actually, after doing the press drives, want to buy one. Wow. That was a car you really liked looking at. I did. I very much... We saw that in person, didn't we? At the, yeah, that was the at one the at the boat show. show. Well, the Aston's the one that I thought was going to be at the boat show and I wanted to see there, but... Yeah, but, you know, what can you do? It's a boat show, not a car show. And yet um, there are a lot of cars there. There were a lot of cars there. Um, How many more have we got to go in this list? So it's just mainly car reviews from here that have come out because... Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, there is one more. I showed you this one, didn't I? I have no idea. The Ferrari SF90. Uh, I think you have shown me this one. Yeah. X, X. Maybe that, it's not understanding me. SF90, there you go. The Stradale? No, it's the XX. Extra Dali, something like that. XX Spider? I mean, that's the convertible. There you go. Oh. So that's basically the racing version of the SF90. I don't hate it. Yeah, it's not meant to be good looking. Well, it should be. It's a Ferrari Ferrari race car. But it's a race car. And? And... I found out today that, so the XX is usually reserved for their non-road race cars. 
this is the first time that there's ever been an XX that will come out as a road car. Interesting. And it's a bit of a disappointment in my mind because it's only got a tiny bit more horsepower than the SF90. Right. Only a tiny bit lighter, a tiny bit more downforce. It is over a thousand horsepower. Yeah, but so is the regular one. It's only got like twenty. When did the regular one come out? Uh, It was first released twenty nineteen. Right, so that's quite. You know, sure they haven't gone very far in in the few years, but. Yeah, but it's also it also weighs quite a lot and. I think it looks worse. Maybe that's just because the big wing. Is the last one just the Stradale? SF90 Stradale, yeah. It's a lot more classy. Yeah, it looks a lot better, that one. Thank you. It's because this one doesn't have big wings and splitters on it. Yeah, it's just, it's clean. That's clean. And that is apparently one of the scariest cars ever. Mm-hmm. Because it's a thousand horsepower hybrid, so you've got basically electric acceleration. Yeah, with you've got two hundred electric horsepower, uh-huh. which launches you off. And then the petrol engine kicks in. Actually, that is doesn't scary. have reverse. It doesn't have reverse. All these hybrid supercars, like the Revuelto, the SF ninety, they don't have reverse. How do they not have reverse? Because instead of having a reverse gear. When you put it in reverse, it basically switches the electric motors to backwards. Oh, so you can still reverse. Yes, it just doesn't have a a reverse gear in the gearbox. It just switches right. the motors to go backwards. Right, okay. And first ever front-wheel drive Ferrari, the SF90 was. Oh, interesting. And that's only when you drive it in electric because all the 200 horsepower. All the power has to go through the front wheels. But when you've got the engine on, it's then four-wheel drive. Right. It all just kicks in. So that, I think, is mostly the stuff I wanted to talk about in here. Mostly the stuff you wanted to talk about for 20 minutes. Yeah, I can't hit, think of anything else. All right. Well, let's see how long the F1 conversation goes on for. Cooper, Not long. Tell us about the F1. Uh, Max is dominating. There you go. Right. Very unfortunate. You put a whole thing in the run sheet about doing a conversation about the F1 and it's just to say that Max Verstappen is winning. Well, let me just, if my phone won't play up. We're doing this like the day before release. You can literally give a like run-by-run update. Yes, so I wanted to talk about the standings because we've just gone into the summer break for the F1. Oh, okay. And so we're nearly at the end of summer for the Northern Hemisphere. They've only got less than a month left. It's basically the middle of the season. Oh, no, they've got a month left. You guys, they'll they'll be listening to this on the second. Yes, exactly. So currently in first place, no guesses, Max Verstappen in the Drivers' Championship with 314 points. How does the point system work? Uh, I don't actually know exactly. I think you get a certain amount of points for each race. I mean, I would have assumed that, but okay. I think maybe 50 it's, per race. It, it's enough 
for me to know that you also don't know how the point system works. I don't know how the exact point system works. I know it might be 20, 50 per race, something like that. 2,050 per race? <laughs> you said 2050. 2250. Right. Okay. Something like that. In second, we've got his teammate Sergio Perez. Cause so why do they score them separately? I'm really showing people just how little I know about the F1 right now. This is for the drivers' championship. Who will be the winning driver? Oh, the winning driver, which is separate to the teams. Yeah. I see. So we got Sergio at 189 because I don't think there's been a race this year that Red Bull have not won. Max has won most with two or three Sergio has won. Right, okay. And then in third, we've got Alonso on 149 points. Mm -hmm. In fourth, we've got Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. 148 points. In fifth, we got Charles Leclerc. Person I go for. Charles Leclerc, yeah. At 99. Then we've got George Russell. We've got Carlos Sainz in number seven. Uh, Lando Norris in eighth for McLaren. Yeah, I am going to cut you off at 10, so you've got two more. Number nine, Stroll. And number 10, Esteban Ocon. There you go. And there's actually only 20 drivers in the sport. But So wait, you're telling me that Max Verstappen is over 300 points? 314 points. And his next competitor for the Drivers' Championship is... 189. That is insane. And it's his teammate. How how did, how's that happened? I don't know. I think Red Bull do give Max an advantage. Mm. I think they have the better car and they give Max the advantage. Because Max been with them his whole career over ten years. Wow. And that's crazy to me. Yeah, we've only got twenty drivers in the sport, but there's twenty one on here. Because for anyone who doesn't know, Danny Rick came back two races ago. I don't know who that is or Danny Ricardo. Oh, Daniel Ricardo. Danny Rick. Who I calls him Danny Rick? Everybody. You sound like you're some tosser <laughs> down at the pub. Oi there, Danny Rick. How you doing, mate? That's where they uh, find I, him. I think that you uh, should go back to Formula One racing, buddy. I uh Oh, I think that you'd be quite good at that. <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people call him Daddy Rick. No one, please. That's his nickname. No. <laughs> Danny Rick sounds like a mob enforcer on a soap opera. It might be. I don't know. It might be. <laughs> if it is, crap nickname. You don't want to sound like you're a mob enforcer on a soap opera. <laughs> Oi, Danny Rick. You're part of the family. What I need you to do is I need you to off this kid. His name's Cooper. <laughs> That's right. Danny Rick coming to get you. No, he isn't. He's like the Baba Yaga. He's going to come get you. He's a cheerful man with his smile. He is. He he does have a quite magnificent smile. Quite a 
cheesy smile. I mean, that's not a Danny Ricardo smile, but... It's not. Anyway. And he's not doing very well at the moment because he's in the lowest grade team. Right. But he's also only done two races. Two races. He's got uh, no points. And so he replaced this driver, Nick DeVries. No, doesn't he... No, Doesn't zero he three points. points? No, that's oh, his no. number. He's got zero points. But that's the driver he replaced, Nick DeVries. Who also had zero points. Yeah, there's some kind of drama going and on. Logan also has zero points. There's some kind of drama going on with Nick DeVries in this whole situation, I believe. Right. Yeah, so he's no longer in. Danny Ricardo's in. Which I like Danny, so I'm excited right. about. So Danny shall Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Stupidest thing I've ever heard. Now I'm just going to say this constantly to him. It's okay. It gives me constant ammunition to just riff on it. <laughs> okay, Danny Rick. <laughs> Danny Rick. Oh, my God. It's you, Danny Rick. I love you, man. I think you're the best bloody driver on the field. Oh, could you sign this uh, hat of mine and I'll, uh, I'll give it to my grandson. <laughs> See? I can just riff on this endlessly. I mean, that guy did sound like the first guy, but you know. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get on to the main topic now before I die of laughter. Okay. So, Cooper requested this topic... Cooper wanted to have a chat about the legacy and just of the kind of cultural impact and all of these kind of things. He wanted to talk about the Grand Tour. Yes. More specifically, though, I think it's a conversation not just about the Grand Tour, which is a show on Amazon Prime. Them also on Top Gear. (laughs) Take it away, Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, so the Grand Tour, very well-known TV show hosted by... Jeremy Clarkson, James May and Richard Hammond. That's what it feels like to be interrupted. I don't care, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I will get you. <laughs> this is so fun. Anyway, hosted by Jeremy, Richard and James, as he's just pointed out, who also hosted Top Gear. For many years. Yes. Did you actually know that it started with Jeremy and Richard, not James? Yes. There was another bloke on before them. Yes, there was another man. Who who disappeared. Who I've watched segments with him in it and I have no recollection of his name. Neither do I. Or his personality. Did he have one? Who knows? I think he did. I just think that... If he's listening, let us know. I don't think he'd know if he's listening because we haven't said his name, but, you know. He was in the first season of Top Gear. If you don't remember that, then you've been at the pub too much. (laughs) Anyway, keep (laughs) going, Cooper. Been Danny Rick too much, obviously. He's been (laughs) hanging out with Danny Rick. Oh, Danny. Danny boy. Anyway, so then James popped in in the second season and it became one of the world's most famous car TV shows, I think. Yeah, the the amount of countries that it was viewed in. Um, well, and it was I mean, viewed all over the world. Still, still viewed in. I mean, Top Gear is obviously not as popular 
um, now that the boys have left. But, I mean, it is still viewed in, in all of those countries. The, the viewership numbers are just lower than they were. And we also haven't had a season of Top Gear in... Since Christmas. I thought it was longer than that. Since, like, just before Christmas. Because mm. for anyone who doesn't know, current Top Gear is hosted by Paddy McGuinness, Freddie Flintoff and Chris Harris. Mm. And Freddie has had an accident, apparently, which we have heard nothing about. It was in a Morgan Super 3, which he would have had his head sticking out the top by, like, miles. Mm. And we haven't heard oh. anything seen in public. Uh, while we look at this, yeah, so Top Gear definitely isn't as popular anymore since the three boys left. Yeah. I think that's because a lot of people didn't really want to see the three boys leave and, you know, a lot of people have the mindset like, you'll never be Jeremy Clarkson, you know what I mean? I think that that what what it is for me... Because, Cooper, you started watching those boys on Top Gear in 2010. When I was a little baby. When you were two years old. That's how much I am the big fan of Top Gear Grand Tour. I've or been maybe it was 2011. But it was like it was one of those years. It was at around the time you were getting your tonsils out, you started watching this show. And, I mean, talk about, you know, watching things too young. Fair. Still, there's references in there that fly over your head, um, that flew over my head for many years because, uh, you know, for a long time we would watch the show together. And so we watched, you know, from until they left Top Gear and went to the Grand Tour and then we started watching the Grand Tour. Well, yeah, so they left Top Gear and then I watched the full first season of Top Gear without them, which... That season with Chris Evans mm. was... And Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, that was just mayhem. I think what it is, and, and I think the point I was making before, is that there is something... There's something about those three guys, you know, because they're, they're not... They're really good together, I think. They are because they, they don't play off each other as like we're buddies, we've been friends for, for t- over 20 years. They play off each other as like they're still, they're still an aspect of like sibling rivalry almost. They basically do have a sibling rivalry. Yeah. And I mean I think especially for us as siblings engaged in a – Lifelong sibling rivalry. I will get you, boy. Yes, Danny Rick. <laughs> Danny Rick. I just keep going back to this voice. It's fun. Um, I think I think it's just so entertaining to watch on screen for them to it just, is. you know, because it's it never feels like, you know, even when they are super angry, it never feels like, you know, their relationship to one another is about to, like, burst into flames. 
Because, you know, like Jeremy got fired and James and Richard instantly went, well, wherever he goes, we're going with him. Yeah. They could have very easily stayed and negotiated a higher. Yeah, they're like a family. A higher pay rate well, without also, him. Do you know the producer went with them as well? Andy Wellman, yeah, the Andy producer, Willman. the producer of Top Gear, is now the producer of the Grand Tour. Yeah, so I just think that it's very, um, it's very telling that you know those those boys have maintained a very a very large viewership. So Cooper, tell us, tell us a little bit about what the Grand Tour was when it started, and because I think that's where we're going to focus our conversation is on the Grand Tour. Um, yeah, so so let's talk about where the Grand Tour started and what they're doing now. So the Grand Tour started. It was actually we waited a long time from when they left Top Gear to when they started the Grand Tour, because the first episode of the Grand Tour was November eighth, I think, twenty sixteen, and they finished Top Gear in like April of twenty fifteen. So like. Getting close to two years. Yeah, which I mean, you say a long time. I say to like get a whole new show up and running. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, they took nine months actually just to come up with the name. There were a lot. That's a pretty good name. Yeah, there's actually a bit of talk because Top Gear's TG, Grand Tour's GT. GT, yeah. There's a lot of talk about the correlation there, whether they did that on purpose or not. Whether they did or they didn't, I think it's And it is a great name and the logo is great for the show, I think. And, you know, they in the first season they had – it wasn't technically a studio, it was a tent really. It was that – Well, they had the tent for all three of their main seasons, didn't they? Yes, but there was a difference – well, the tent was fixed in place in season two, two and three, three. Whereas in season one, they travelled all over the world. With the it tent. was a different place every week. I think they actually had multiple tents because you can't move. Probably you can't move a tent from <laughs> you can't move a tent from California to South Africa in a week. Yeah, but I don't think they were doing it weekly live. Probably not, but still. Because they, I'm pretty sure they released all the episodes at once, didn't they? Uh, yeah, maybe actually. Yeah, so I think that they were, I mean, but even in a week you could probably. Probably just, but it's also a big tent. Sure. You'd probably need a day to break it down at one end, a day to set it up at the other, which gives you five days to transport it. Yeah. If anyone, if Jeremy James or Richard or anyone from the Grand Tour cast are listening, please let us know. Yeah. How'd you do the tent? Yes. Give up your secrets. How'd you make that tent work in season one? We're uh, we're a little curious. I'm fascinated to know what happened to the tent because... Yeah, after they wrapped up the main show. Because what happened basically was they did three seasons and it was actually with an interesting an interesting way of doing it because in Top Gear it was always two or three seasons a year with like five or six episodes. But mm. here they did like 
15 episodes at once, but across, you know, the grand tour would start at the very start of the year and then go to April, May, June time. Because in the third season, they did 14 episodes. Mm. Whereas Top Gear, they do five, six episodes because they do two, three seasons a year. Mm. So they did a bit of change in format. Well, that'll just be a difference in how their funding worked. Top yeah. Gear, because you're working with the BBC, it would have been, you know, you get money for six, you do the six, and then you apply for the next season's funding. Yeah, they were also, they had a bigger budget at the Grand Tour, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, Even that's because it's Amazon. There is, there is still a decent budget at Top Gear, but there's an even bigger budget at the Grand Tour. Yeah, but that's because you've got to remember the... It's Prime. It's Amazon Prime. You know, the BBC, yes, they have a lot of money. And for a show like Top Gear that brings in so many viewers, yes, they're going to distribute it. But the BBC is also a... um, It's a government-funded broadcaster, which means it's funded for largely by taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Whereas that's just streaming. Yeah, whereas Amazon is funded by Jeff Bezos' piggy bank. And also, like, it was very different for them to move from regular TV to the internet. Yeah. Well, because they also have their YouTube channel. Drive which, Tribe, Which yeah. maybe you can speak to. Yeah, so Drive Tribe technically didn't start out as a YouTube channel. It's its own, like, social media platform. Right. Where, like, you have a tribe and... I don't really know how to explain Drive Tribe. But then there's a channel along with it, which I love the Drive Tribe channel. Mm. You know, we see a lot of Richard Hammond because the Drive Tribe office is actually in his workshop. Yeah. And they do a lot of filming with him. They do some with James. And Jeremy's been in the odd video. Well, it's because he's a farmer now. He's too busy. Oh, Farmer Jeremy. Farmer Jeremy. And maybe we should touch on those shows quick because Clarkson's Farm is a great show. Big success. Yes, Cooper. We know you love Clarkson's Farm. Not just me. Like, I know a few people who prefer Clarkson's Farm over the Grand Tour. Yeah, but if you like farming more than cars. No, some people who like cars more than farming. It's a really good show. Hmm. You've never given it a proper chance. I watched the entire first season, no, child, you and didn't. I've watched most of season two. You watched two episodes of the first I season. I watched the entire first season. I did. Don't look at me like that. It was mum who watched the entire first season. No, I watched the entire first season. You made me watch the entire first season. It's the second season that I haven't watched most of. <coughs> that gets even better. Okay. It's a great show. I'm not saying it's not. And then Richard Hammond's workshop, I wish I could watch that. I can't because it's not available here in Australia, unfortunately. Mm. And then we've actually got a new Our Man In coming up. Oh, have we? Where's James going this time? So James May's done Our Man in Japan and Our Man in the USA. Italy. 
as in Italy's coming up. No, he did our man in Italy. He oh. wanted to do USA, but because of like they couldn't make it work with like passports and stuff, it wasn't going to work. So right, they had okay. to go to Italy. But they want to do America at some point in the future. But now at the start of the year, we're going to get India, our man in India. Oh, okay. He's going back to India. Is he allowed to? Go to India. Yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, so the Grand Tour, back to the Grand Tour because it's the main topic. Yeah. They have moved. They no longer have a studio setting. They yeah. do a special, what, once or twice a year? Yeah, They'll like every six months. They'll do a special, which is like a two-hour special, isn't it? Mm. Like the, the new one yeah, that like came out. Yeah, feature length. The new one that came out in June was what? One hour forty seven, I think it was, something like that. Mm. But um and they've got a new one coming out. Right. They've just filmed it three months ago, I think. Right, so we can expect to see it in about three months' time. Well, we can expect to see it I I'd say around Christmas. Okay. Probably Nine months after they've filmed it. Okay, interesting. Probably expect to see it around Christmas. And where have they been for that one? Uh, I think it's it's Africa somewhere. I can't pronounce it. Hang on. It's like more... Mozambique? No, they've been there already. Just type in Grand Tour Filming if you're going to type it in. I'm typing it in. Yeah, but... They've done a new special somewhere in. That's Poland. There. Mauritania. Something. I've never even heard of that. It's in Africa. Mori. I know. Oh, East Af- Africa. Mauritius. Oh, Mauritania. Country in Africa. Mauritania. Yeah, there you go. So that's where they've been filming oh, the new okay. Grand Tour. Oh, okay. It's just south of Morocco and just e- uh, east of Senegal. So that's where they've been filming the new Grand Tour. Right. And I believe I'm trying to figure out what their challenge is. I think it's like convertibles, like luxury convertibles. Yeah. Because we've seen them driving. James was driving a Maserati Gran Turismo Cabriolet. Mm-hmm. Jeremy a Jaguar F type. You can see it. Yeah, I can see it there. And Richard Hammond, we think, in a Aston Martin. Mm. But they're also all tricksied up with like off road wheels and tires and all that. Because I think they have right. to do a bit of camping. Oh, camping again. Which oh, camping in convertibles. Yuck. I never said camping in the convertibles. Yeah, but still. No, I just mean generally camping, like using convertibles. Yuck. They probably had tents, I would imagine. Yeah, maybe. That's, I think, the camping that they mean. Right, okay. But they're filming a new episode and we we had the new one out recent. Well, when I say recently, two months ago from yes, this episode. Yes, Eurocrash. There you go. Oh, I got it right. Eurocrash. Uh, I believe any day now the 
Mitsuoka should be given away. Oh, yes, the Mitsuoka giveaway. So the three cars in the new special is Jeremy has a Mitsuoka Le Sayid, which is basically a kit car. It basically looks like a, it looks like a car from the Thunderbirds. It's very it's meant, oh, it looks like a Cruella Deville car. It's meant to look like a Mercedes from the forties. There you go, Silver Arrow, I think it's called, and it's based on a Nissan S fifteen. Right, and they painted the wheels green. I know mm. you didn't like that. No, they didn't. put candelabras on the front of it. Meh. And they made a Cruella de Vil interior. Which it looks like a Cruella de Vil car. And so they're giving that away. Mm. You could win that for five pounds. If you're in the UK. I or if you can import a vehicle within 21 days of taking custody you just of have, it. You just have to go get it within 21 days. Go pick it up Correct. from his farm. All right. And Richard had a Chevy SSR truck, mm-hmm. convertible pickup truck. And James had a... Crosley CC. An awful, awful car. Yeah, very awful. I wonder what's happened to that car. The bin, I hope. No, so they have a barn somewhere. Oh, South England, I think, where they store the cars after the special. Still the bin, I hope. I think that's where the Mitsubishi from Scaniflix sits. Still hoping that it's in the bin. What, the Crosley? Yeah. Anyway. What if they put like a V8 motor in it? Wouldn't make it better. It'll make it actually faster. Yeah, but not better. It's a classic car, okay? Yuck. Anyway. Do you have anything else to say on this topic, Cooper? Probably. Um, what's your favourite Grand Tour spec episode, actually? I think I know what this is. I really like Mongolia. Oh, I was not expecting that. That's that's the first one that came to mind when you, when you asked. I don't necessarily think it is my favourite, but it's the first one that came to mind. Um... It's in season one because season one, I really didn't like the um the what the like weird guest thing that they were doing celebrity brain crash brain crash that was where it. they would all die. I do like the falls guys, which is season two episode two. It's right after um Hammond has his crash. It's it's like the old Top Gear races. Jeremy's in a Ford GT there on public transport. Yeah, I really do like that episode. Um, That might be... That's Jags. Yeah, I remember all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that one's funny, that episode. Sorry, this is just now us looking looking through a list. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Um... I reckon it would probably be, of the original, like, three seasons, it would probably be, my favourite episode would probably be The Falls Guys. 
That's all right. Of their more recent stuff. You've got the boat episode. You've I'd got probably say Scandy Flick. Yeah, I thought you would. Oh, actually, I do really love the Vietnam special. What Vietnam special? The the boat episode. Wasn't that Vietnam? That was Cambodia. Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, I do really like that one. Where is that one? That's the first episode in season four. So there's Madagascar. There's... Oh, there it is. So there's... Uh, yeah, I'd probably say that um, the boats, the... That was a funny sea, episode. Seamen would probably be um, my favourite episode. Um, and then Scandy Flick after that. What about you, Cooper? Uh, if we're going from main show and then... Specials? Uh, I'd probably go... Which one would I pick from the specials? See, it's hard for me to pick because I love all of them. Yes, I knew that this would be difficult for you. Um, Probably not the boats. The boats are so fun. It is fun, but I still like that one. But uh, French one, probably not. Uh, might be... I liked the COVID-19 one with the American cars. Mm. Um, Lockdown. You did also really like Scandy Flick. Well, you love Scandy Flick as well. I do. Maybe it would be Scandy Flick. Probably Scandy Flick or Eurocrash. And then in terms of main show episodes? Maybe. Oh, yes. Sorry, that is what we're up to. Main show episodes. Can it be a special from the first three seasons? Yeah, sure. I really liked the RV one. Oh, the RV one is good. Was that in season three? Yeah, season three, episode eight. See, that's scary. What? That you just know that. Well, I've, if you fired off, like, what happened in this episode, I could tell you. What do you mean? Like if you said season whatever, episode whatever, what happened in that episode? I could probably tell you. Season three, episode seven. Season three, episode seven. That's where they bought classic cars for 10, uh, not for 10,000 pounds, sorry. They bought classic cars for cheap and then drove them around Scotland. Jeremy had an Alpha, James had a Lancia and Richard had a Fiat. Jeremy's kept his alpha. Mm. There you go. Terrifying. Because <laughs> also what you didn't see, audience, was that he just kind of closed his eyes and like his eyes just rolled into the back of his head and he was it was like he was channeling the knowledge of the Matrix when he did that. I was. There you go. But... Yeah, that's mainly it. Um, Top Gear nowadays is all right, also. Yeah, I think they've. I think they've found their own kind of happy middle ground. The worry is three guys. It's probably over now that Freddie's had the incident. We don't know what's going to happen. Well, the article that I just read said that he'd been seen in. 
I think it was April or May, he was seen publicly for the first time. And that's the last article there's been about him. See. But he was seen wearing a bucket hat, so something that covered his whole head and sunglasses. And uh, he was in the passenger seat of a vehicle that his wife was driving. Yeah, see, I don't know if his wife will let him do it after what happened. Because mm. you imagine, if you look up the car, it's a Morgan Super 3. Yeah, no, you've showed me. It's He's a very tall guy and if he flipped the thing. He did and it rolled on it. On Basically, he was on his head. Yeah. It was upside down. Yeah, so we wish Freddie all the best in his recovery and ultimately that might mean that it's the end of his involvement in the show. Which, like... Where do they go from there? Like, do they keep Patty and Chris and get another? Do they just Dunno. end it all together? Dunno. I guess I guess we'll have to wait and see. I thought the um, one with Matt and Rory was all right. Matt, Rory and Chris. Yeah. The one just before this. Yeah, Matt was Matt's quite a good presenter. Um I just think that eventually he got a bit homesick for the US because he was living in England for it must have been well, like no, three he years was, that he was doing that show. He was traveling. He would travel from America to the UK. To yeah, but he'd show. still have to be on in the UK for extended periods of time to film the show. Yeah, but he was still going back and forth. So it couldn't really work out for him. And then mm. I heard that, you know, they wanted to do a bit of a fresh start and Rory put his hand up to like either him or Chris would have to leave and he said he'd leave. Oh, right, okay, so he now, nominated to leave. Well, now Rory's much happier, actually. He's now... Oh, that's good. He's now the main presenter for Auto Trader. Okay. On YouTube. And Auto Trader. Auto Trader. That's a big, like, platform in the car world. Interesting. So he's the main presenter at Auto Trader now. I think James was there at one point. It was either Auto Trader or Auto Car that James got fired from. Right. Okay. But, yeah, so Grand Tour, probably not many episodes left, probably only a few that we'll get, and then they'll be done forever. Yeah, but, you know, even if it's only a few more, like, that'll still last us another another year maybe. They reckon probably 2024 maybe. Oh, really? Sort of end of 2024. Only a year left. Well, that also, that may be to do with the fact that Jeremy's contract might be over for what happened earlier in the year. That's the rumour going around. What happened again? Do you not remember? No, I have no recollection. He said something about Prince Harry, I think it was, in the Sun. In his article in the Sun. Yeah, Jeremy's... He's... He just can't keep his mouth shut sometimes. Yep. But so. But we won't follow that same example. We know when to keep our mouths shut. No, we don't. Yes, we do. We do. You know how don't. I know that? Why? Because it's almost the hour mark and it's time to wrap this show up. <laughs> okay. Are we doing the accent at the end of the show? No, we haven't been doing that this season. This Damn is the it. first time you've asked about Damn it. Damn it, I had an idea. This is the first time you've asked about it. We've been back for six weeks now. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, no, five weeks. Five weeks. Something like that. 
because I had a really good one in my head. What was your idea? Daddy Rick. <laughs> All right, then, everybody. That's not Daddy Rick. No, you're going to do Daddy Rick's force. I'm going to do the bloke down the pub. So uh, let's see if Cooper can get through this little uh, bit of ours. I feel so bad anyway. for Danny if he's listening. Hey, Daniel. I'm speaking to you, Daniel Ricardo. If you don't want this voice to continue, <laughs> stop letting people call you Danny Rick. It sounds stupid. Who the hell's Daniel Rick? Danny Rick? What the hell does that even mean? Daniel <laughs> Ricardo. You won a name lottery, Daniel. Go with it. Anyway, so Danny Rick. Danny Rick's going to be here at the minute down at the pub, but before he arrives, I just want to thank you all for listening to the show today. It's been a wonderful time. Uh, I hope you've learned a lot. And uh, Danny Rick, can you say goodbye to the listeners before we go? <laughs> uh, do I just do my regular voice? I don't know. You had an idea for this bit. I just wanted to say Danny Rick. <laughs> right. That was your idea, was just to say Danny Rick. Well, I thought you might do the Danny Rick, but... I'm doing the Danny Rick. <laughs> this is me doing the Danny Rick. I don't do Danny Rick's voice. I do the bloke down the pub. He's like, Danny! Danny, how are you, buddy? It's good to see you. Anyway, lovely So listeners. this is the weird part of the episode. This is the weird trend that we had going on this well, episode. Well, you're the weirdo Danny who, Rick. who called Daniel Ricardo Danny Rick. It didn't start from me, okay? Sound off in the comments if you call Daniel Ricardo Danny Rick and I'll send you a voice note of my pub man being like, <laughs> Danny Rick, do you? Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know why that was the voice that came into my head, but it just... <laughs> For Danny Rick, it just felt right. It just felt right. Yeah, I'd and be down the pub and I'd be like, oh, guys. See, here's the thing. You're doing your old person voice where then your eyes go up, basically. You're... Oh, it's not just my old person voice. It's a little different than that. Because if I was doing an old person voice, it would be down here, it'd be a bit more jowly. This is more like a, I don't know, some little guy. How you doing, Danny Rick? Anyway. Yes, can we please end this episode here? We'll, we'll end we're it hurt, at that. We're hurting the people's voices. Their voices? voices. <laughs> there is. <laughs> You're the only one hurting your voice with could, how much you've been talking this episode. Could you imagine they've been doing that voice the whole time. They've been doing the Danny Rick up the pub voice. If if you've got a, a pub man voice, send it through. We'd love to hear it. But until then, lovely listeners, we will see you uh, next week for a new episode of Filmic Feelings. I think that next week it's going to be Barbenheimer week. Barbenheimer, maybe Meg? I reckon we'll do the Meg. The next, possibly the next one after that, with Gran Turismo. I, think I maybe we'll see. Okay. We might do a shorter video just as a or a shorter audio thing, just as a review of Gran Turismo. If you want to do that, 
We'll think about it, yeah. We'll see what happens. It'll be another whole weird episode like this. We'll be talking about Danny Rick. <laughs> How does that sound, everybody? Anyway, I've been trying to shut this episode down for the last five minutes. Yes. I'm succeeding this time. Let's let's shut it down. Now you want to shut it down. Anyway, thank you very much, lovely listeners, for joining us for this episode of the show. Filmic Feelings next week and then the week after. Um, we're still trying to secure a guest for the week after. Um, so we're hopeful that by the time we go to film it, we'll have somebody, but we... we can't well, let's tease. hope so. We can't tease anybody yet. Otherwise, it'll just be it'll just be this guy. It'll just be Cooper interviewing yeah, let's this get guy a, down at the pub. Yeah, let's get a guy from the pub up. Yeah, it'll be me. Um, I'm Guy at the pub. I don't have a name. Actually, my name's Guy. <laughs> That's my name. My guy Ricci's your name. No, my name's not Guy Ricci. Yeah, my name's Guy Ricci. <laughs> not Guy Ricci. My name's Guy Ricci. Guy Ricardo. <laughs> Guy Danny Rick. No, <laughs> we've got to stop this. All yeah, right. we do. Thank you very much, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.